Hello and welcome to Dopey, the podcast about drugs and dumb, dumb shit. shit. There you go. Yeah, I, I like the dumb that. shit. You do? Yeah, I do. I love do you it. think it's necessary to have a tagline for a podcast? No, but I like the dumb shit, and then I even like more the banter about whether or not there should. Which be has dumb become shit. in every episode. What I love about it is how that Chris thinks it's cool <laughs> to say dumb shit. I like it when you say it like in a defeated way, like the podcast about drugs and dumb shit. <laughs> I know what he's saying. He thinks it's like this is actually a really good compliment he's giving me. He likes how cool I sound when I say dumb shit. Uh, I hate to admit that, but it's kind of true. He, it's like whenever Chris looks it's up, it's like to me, the tragedy yeah. that is Dave. No, when, like, when like sad things. But no, when Chris looks up to me, it makes me very uncomfortable. But at the same time, I'm like, oh, you should look up to me, but you really shouldn't. Yeah. Anyway. Here we are again, and we've got another guest. The talk show is really happening. Today we have, I'm sure you remember, anybody who is in the Dopey Nation out there, represent, um, Chris has a friend named Alex, who uh, I've bashed on the show for no reason, because that's just what I do. Not as bad as Dan, though. Dan, Dan what? got it hard. He did, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, that was who Chris Chris called Dan during the. What are you doing? No, 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 what are you doing? I'm texting. What's his name? Who no are you texting? Right. Nobody. Tell us. Is it a girl? Um, girl. It's actually not. Does her name rhyme with Spidey? Um, no. Spidey. <laughs> Yarford, do you want to know what I'm doing? Yeah. You're calling Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Does Dan ever listen to the show? Yeah, he heard what you said about what him. What did he say? Did he? He, he? he didn't care, but let's see if he answers. Uh, hey, Dan. Yo. You're live on Dopey right now. I'm sitting here with Dave and Alex. Hey, Dan. Hello, Dan. Hi. <laughs> Surprise. So I was, we were just, Alex, I was mentioned, Alex is now a guest on the show, and I might have bashed him a little bit, and Alex was saying that I probably bashed you way harder. Did you hear oh, that God, one? Or were you phased out on drugs in the house or something? Uh, I can't hear anything. I got Mark's shirt. I've been making a racket. Mark, the guy who does the phony phone calls? Yeah, the phony phone calls. That's right. That's right. Cranky Mark. Um, Dan, were you upset by Dave's bashing of you on the earlier episode? Um, no, I wasn't upset. I, I mean, I think that that was, was pretty expected, you know? I well, mean, your criticism you know, tend to be, like, really sensitive, you know, and, like, very touchy about, you know, pretty much anything, so. Um, Chris, why'd you call like, Dan during yeah, the show? Yeah, hang on, Dan. <laughs> Because why well, do you want to see you later, Dan? It's, it's like it's your mission to ruin our show well, uh, by calling Dan, Dan. Dan, Dave didn't even know that I was going to call you, so I just called you out of the blue. But um, this is going to go on the airwaves, okay? Wonderful. All right, man. I'll talk to you later. Dan, I'm sorry I bashed you. I'm just trying to make oh, a quick dude, 10 step. Did you bash me? No, I just said <laughs> yeah. that you're, you're He Chris. bashed you, dude. I did He bashed not. you pretty hard. Well, you know what's funny is that after the last episode – Dave was like, we need to add more structure, <laughs> which is what Dan said. <laughs> oh, listen, Dan, Dan, your criticism was not helpful, but I really was bashing Chris for calling you for because Chris couldn't handle being in the room with me. Yeah. He needed more input for his ADD brain. And he, yeah, no, I mean, 
it's like one of those things where it's always, you know, you want to uh, get ready to get ready, you know. And, um, if, you know, maybe if we read some more books about this, uh, we'll, we'll know how to do it, you know. I'm like, I'm like a total perpetrator of that whole thing where it's like, oh, maybe if I learn more about it. And it's kind of like, hey, man, you know, I talked to Chris after a while. And I was like, Maybe you guys do just need to ramble, you know? Well, we're rambling like, now. This is a ramble. Ramble on. We probably lost a few listeners. Dan, we're going to hang up now. Okay. Dan, thank you. <laughs> thank you very much. I appreciate it. Absolutely. But you're, you're, I, could, I could add to the, the, the general level of uselessness. Yes, and your bucolic voice is now out in the ether, okay? I'm not bucolic. Yes. Is that some sort of disease? <laughs> <laughs> it's of great beauty. You used the word bucolic earlier tonight, and I thought I would bring oh, it back. All right. Sounds like something you need antibiotics for. All right. We're out of here. You, Dan. All right. See ya. What's, what's wrong with you? What do you mean? What's, what's wrong with you? I like to antagonize you, so I thought I would do that. It's like, it's like being with episode. your friend and calling the girl you like. It's never going to go well. It's like, here, talk to so-and-so. It's like, why do you do it? And we're already at five minutes. Introduce Alex. I tried to, and you called fucking Dan, crushing Alex's debut on Dopey with the bad shit. Dan seemed like a good idea, but when he came on the phone... (laughs) <laughs> anymore. Chris is going to be rocking back and forth any second. I need the food. I like we need our alu gobi. Makes me excited. It's alu gobi. Alu gobi. We got some Indian food on the way. Listen, if there are any Indians in our listening audience, can you please let us know if it's pronounced gobi or gobi? And chow patty, what exactly is that? A samosa chat is a take on the samosa, which is a fried dumpling full of chickpeas and deliciousness, and it's deconstructed with some yogurt. What is it called? Samosa what? Samosa chat. Do you think the samosa chat existed before champagne and orange juice? That's a mimosa you do. Oh, that's a... Wait, some, this uh, conversation sucks. <laughs> <laughs> really? I'm not talking about Indian food. Oh, samosa's a Hawaiian Dopey, guy, right? Samosa? It's an Indian food. It's a Hawaiian guy, too, right? What? Like Hawaiian, samosas in Hawaii, right? What are you talking about? Oh, Samoas. 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 It's not good shtick. That's um, <laughs> the rock. It's also a Girl Scout cookie. Oh, yeah. Samoa. Ah, yes, that's Maybe what I'm Maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> let's, let's bring it back. Okay. Alex is here. Hello. Thank you for coming. Thank you for having me. Thank you for, for getting past my bit. Alex actually stopped listening to Dopey when he heard me bash him on the show. Yes, I was a very, I was a hardcore listener, and then um, Dave mentioned me um, in not such a great light. After Chris mentioned me for the first time, which is pretty upsetting since I spend most of my time with Chris, and but he you neglected came on the me. Show. <laughs> but he neglected me for many episodes. Every time he mentioned a friend, I always thought it was my time. You were on the edge of your seat. Yeah, I was like, he's like, you're like, what did you do today? And Chris was like. Oh, yeah, I talked to a friend of mine. I was like, it finally happened. <laughs> and it's like, and he's just got out of jail. And I was like, damn it. You should be glad you didn't just get out of jail. You're glad you're not bad friends. <laughs> yeah, it's, but like, literally every single day I'm with Chris. <laughs> this yeah, is the posture much. right before The Rock, by the way. Yeah. He cradles his head in the hand and then he starts going, mm. and he rocks. The rock they are referencing is attention deficit hyperactive disorder, which tends to flare up later in night at night. It's part of Chris's SMI. 
severe <laughs> mental illness. We that. should have shirts that just say SMI. Yeah. It's not bad. Um, Alex and Chris live together in a halfway house in Soberville. I'm sorry, a sober living house. No? no, we live in a sober, a house full of sober people. A sober living. When you say that, it sounds like it's a place with rules and. We just live in a house with a bunch of people who are sober. So it's a bunch of men committed to be sober and they live in the house. Yes. Mm-hmm. And how is the house? That's great. How Dan, long Dan live lives in the house on the phone. Yeah. Dan's great. the elder. He's got like seven, eight years sober. Nine? No. Nine? Eight, something. A lot. Something like that. Yeah. Um, the house is great. Me, Dan, and another friend of ours moved in. Is that Cranky Mark? Is That's other Cranky Mark. Um, Crank phone call well, Mark. Cranky Mark lives with us, but um, it was Dan and Dylan and me. The original people in the house. Yeah, you don't fucking care. These you don't. Let's just get going with the story. You're one of the originals. <laughs> yeah. I. That's fine, dude. I does was Chris doing greater the, things. Does Chris have the least recovery time in the house, or does uh, he no, just have the no. weakest program? I have, mark. and I have. He's tired. I have, no, 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 I'm not tired. Second to last. Third to last. Well, second to last. No, third to last. Could be second. I got a couple weeks more than Ruddy. Oh, do you? Mm. Okay. Him and one of our roommates have this like in the same month. Yeah. What's it like over there? Do you, is it like Chris's prep school days? Do you guys just sit around and jerk off and watch porn together? No, but I get to um, hear all their intricate stories of the women that they're hooking up with. and we get talk to about know. Off <laughs> we do talk about jerking off. I mean, Alex is 22, so he does it much more than all of us. Everybody else is over 30. It's true. How old are you? <laughs> 31. Okay. Yeah. You're 22. 22. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure I really hurt you when I said that. <laughs> Shut up. I'm sorry. <laughs> um... What was I thinking? So, did you ever sit around with guys in school no. and masturbate with them like no. Chris did? No. Um, my school was just public school and guys and girls. Did you graduate from that school? I dropped out when I was 16. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you drop out of school? Um, well, I was, was pursuing actually gonna a career go your in uh, drug addiction and alcoholism. <laughs> And right. uh, school totally interfered with that, so cut the fat. So you just went out. for it straight early. Yeah, yeah, pretty early. Yeah. So tell tell us a little bit about that. Um, I don't know. Well, I, I guess uh, it started off. You're 22. You yeah. have four years clean. Yeah. I'm just I got just, sober at 18. I didn't realize you were 22. And he was no joke. You know, I, people come in the rooms and I hear someone like, "Oh, I got sober when I was 17, 18," and the first thing I think is like. Like, whatever, dude. They were, you don't even know In anything. the time out there. Yeah, and no. then, but Alex, dude, he's... So you he's just had a... He's part of the Dopey Nation, true and true. Dopey Nation, stay strong? Yeah. <laughs> stay strong. Yeah. So, um, wow. I'm just... When I was 18, I was I was telling you guys today, I was mm. barely a drug addict when I was 18. Yeah. And you were ready to, to throw it in. Oh, yeah, I was, I was ripping. He wasn't um, ready to throw it in. He was forced to yeah. throw it in. Things weren't going so hot. What happened? <laughs> um, well, I uh, grew up on Long Island. Um, started with just like little drinking. Um, first time I smoked weed, I loved it. And I continued every day from like 13 till I was um, at the end of 18. And uh, very shortly um, after, you know, like experimenting with uh, weed and alcohol, Moved on to pills and what kind of pills? Um, I started with Xanax and then worked my way into opiates and. Um, what did you like? Everything. <laughs> what was your favorite? Um, honestly, well, yeah, like pills weren't my real like jam. Um, 
I moved on to heroin, crack, and ketamine. Um, he was a tripper throughout the whole thing. I was very, very like obsessed with hallucinogens. I just love them. Like Chris. Um, yeah, but Chris is kind of a pussy. <laughs> Why am I a pussy? What are you basically? Chris injected DMT. <laughs> he didn't. Wasn't it a research it was, chemical? It was five MAO DMT. I used to smoke Mono. DMT and vape it. Um, Ooh, and so vaping for pussies. Yeah, not really. It's actually supposed to be one of the better <laughs> you ways vape to use DMT. It. Yeah. What's that? Like? <laughs> um. It was uh, kind of like the best way of, I can describe it is like taking the eight-hour acid trip and just condensing it into like five minutes. Which is all DMT. Like, every DMT is like that, basically. Yeah, but yeah. vaping's supposed to be... I really... Thing. I did DMT. I, I read about DMT mm. my whole like life. I would read about like Jerry Garcia smoking DMT yeah. in the Haight-Ashbury house, and I mm. just read all these DMT stories and... and in Woodstock, the movie, the hippies like yeah. when you do Kundalini yoga, it's kind of like DMT, when yeah. you're smoking DMT and you have a lightning bolt <laughs> shooting up your spine. Um, so then one day, one of my friends is like, "Dude, you want to come over and smoke DMT?" Yeah. So I went over there and I smoked DMT, and, and I just stared at a picture for five minutes, and, and everything was just crazy. Yeah, shit. sometimes yeah. it's so powerful that you kind of forget it. It was the best. Um, do you know what they call it? You know where they did you get DMT from? Uh, on Long Island, actually. We just, I don't know, me and my friends were just really into tripping and like hallucinating and all that kind of stuff. And yeah, we just would find different connections. We uh, One of my friends actually sold it. Um, and so he would suck us up. You where know, did you know, get it though? You know what they call it? They call it the businessman's high. They oh, because it runs out fast. Because you can, yeah, you can do it in your office, lock the door and do it in your office and then go back to work in 20 minutes. I think they, didn't they call Coke the businessman's high? No, it's the if you Google like the businessman's high, it'll be DMT. What do they call Coke? Whose high is that? I don't know, man. Isn't that the businessman's high? I don't know. Like Wall Street guys doing Coke and stuff. I would say that that's who uses it traditionally. I like, want to know where a seventeen-year-old kid in fucking Long Island gets a DMT connection. I don't know. I remember the first time I bought acid. Um, I was in a car. I was like probably like 14 or 15 and I'm sitting in the back of the car and my one of my friends was older and he was driving and then another friend was in the passenger seat and I don't know, so one of them like had a knew somebody who knew somebody and we're like parked in like some weird neighborhood in Long Island and like I'm like totally like unsure of what's happening you know what's gonna happen like with this deal and everything because I was gonna pay the guy and like so we're parked in this car and then I don't know. I, You're 14 years yeah, old. Yeah, and like, so my impression is like, there's like some like black guy is gonna get in the car with us, you know, like some guy like who's like deals drugs, like who, I guess it doesn't have to be black, but in my head at that time he was black, you know, well, that's not usually wearing chains and stuff. Palestine. Yeah, exactly, and that was what I was to learn. Like so, five minutes later, this like 60 year old man gets in the car with like you know like long white hair, um, with, like a tie dye T shirt on, and he wound up selling. And he's all he all he had was heroin and crack. No, yeah. <laughs> Later on, I would I'm go to, to the heroin and crack dealers and I'd ask them for acid. They'd always look at me like I was crazy. You don't want to buy acid from a heroin or a crack. No, dealer. I did one time. I traded my TV for like three doses of acid. Wow. Yeah. I was living in Harlem at the time. Was that one of the last things that you traded? For doses? No. For yeah, doses? I know. The I know. Is weird. Doses? I had no money. I don't know. It just made sense. Yeah, but you just don't think of happy. like the the acid dealer being like, well, he was bring me your electronics. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. It was weird. Was that a white or a black dealer? That was black. 
Yeah, well, that's the only kind of dealer that's going to take a TV yeah, for doses. A lot of pr- racial profiling. Going racial that was the most racist nice. thing I've ever said on Dopey, and I ever will. Say. I love black people. Just to, some. Just to say that. I like <laughs> some of all not, people. This is true. Um, I'm not racist. Well, I think you know <laughs> when now this when this black acid dealer took your television. Yeah. He did. He did it was he, a she. Oh, it was a oh you told me about this. You yeah. thought it was a man. Or you I thought, thought it was a man. for. I, I bought crack mostly from this person for about like a year. And I thought it was a dude the entire time. And then one time I was actually on acid and ecstasy. And I was trying to cop crack. And I invited what I would later find out to be a woman up to my apartment to you know smoke with me. Because I thought that was a good idea. And um, she dropped her wallet. And like I saw her uh, her license. And it was, and like, this entire time I thought it was a dude, and for a year I thought it was a dude, and I've been talking to him like it's a guy, and then, you know, I pick up the license, and it was just a, it was a woman. I was very shocked. Was it, did she look like her picture? She did, like, and she, she resembled it, but she looked like... A, masculine. Like, what was her she name? She masculine person, but she was, I can't remember. I used to call it Asher. Asher, if you're listening, I miss you. <laughs> <laughs> no, really. well, hold on, hold on. You didn't think to make a bundle, and when I say a bundle sort of deal, I'm not talking about like a bundle of dope, but if you have a television, yeah. like why didn't you say, give me a little bit of crack? Yeah, well, I was, trying to, I was trying to stop everything, you know? Oh, okay. But it was, was that fucking final deal. Yeah. <laughs> you can take my television. Well, I, thought, just I always thought like doses. the hallucinogens too would cure me of all the other stuff. Right. Didn't. Well, I mean, there's a lot of like, <laughs> that's a lot of talk. It's funny because yeah. like in AA... Chris, what are you doing? No, Nothing. You calling Dan again? No, you won't, should we call me again? Is that your girl <laughs> du jour? My girl du jour of the day? Yes. I don't run through women like everybody else seems to do. Wow. I don't. I know, I, but... I go out with someone a few times and then I end up being with them for years. Did you know that Chris is a girl du jour is a huge Dopey fan? Wait. She's not a... One? Yeah, she's not... I don't know if she's a huge, but she said she was listening. Really? Dude, you said she listened to. Oh, every she did. Episode, she no, she did tell me that. Which she is did. a huge dopey fan. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. Or maybe she was just trying to learn more about me. I don't know if she would listen to it if she didn't know me. You know what I'm saying? Is she listening right now? You think to this episode? That's impossible. Like she'll be listening. <laughs> she will. Hi, Karen. Oh, that's very sweet. Yeah. Um, where where where, where are we at? Um, I don't know. Tell us a story. Tell us what the sober living I can uh, the DX sober sound. No, 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 no. no, 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 no let's no, no, no. hear the story. All right, tell us. Where'd you story. all about structure and yes, regimenting? Yeah. I didn't. I, but I already. My whole structure already got thrown out the window. Do you think this on? podcast sucks? Often. Yeah. <laughs> Often. Domination. Alex, what's your story, please? Okay. Um, so Chris really likes this story. Um, I was in a treatment center for about Where five months. The treatment center is in King, Connecticut. It's called Mountainside. Oh, yeah. Mountainside, um, represent. That's right. So I was there for like five months. I did their extended care. And then after that, I went to a sober house that was right down the street. Um, and uh, Was Jeremy Reingard or whatever his name is still the outside recreation? Lombard, no. Um, oh, when you were there, maybe. No, he wasn't. He wasn't still working. Is Jeremy Lombard oh, the... Oh, I shouldn't say his name, dude. Is he, was he the guy... <laughs> was he the guy... Jeremy. Was he the guy in... Um, what was that movie? Office Space? That's no, that Gary was Lombard. Lombard fucker. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so right. Mountainside, Canaan. So, yeah, then I did a sober house. Um, and I was at the sober house for about six months. And, um, in, in Canaan? In Canaan, yeah. It was literally like right down the street from Mountainside. What year? 
Um, this was 2012 into 2013. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so, let me try to get my wits about me. But okay. Um, so I, the sober house had like this apartment style deal where um, you come in, you go to like the newbie apartments, and then like when the other apartments open up, you can move and like you get a nicer apartment and everything. And for some reason, I was just really opposed to, like, moving my stuff. So I always stayed. And I moved into this one apartment, which was, like, a newbie apartment. And I just stayed there in the same bed, you know, like, for the entire six months I was there, which was kind of weird. And they kept asking me to move. And I'd be like, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> and so I would get this, like, constant turnover of roommates because people would constantly, like, come in. And then they'd realize You had the, the chance to get your own room in the place? Um, if I continued to move rooms, I would have eventually got my own room. Right. But I, Why do you suppose you didn't do that? just seemed like a lot of work which I really didn't have much at the time but uh, anyway um, so I had this one um, it was there's four people in the apartment you know and I had one roommate and then so the one of my apartment mates at the time came in this guy was like he's probably like six five and weighed like somewhere around like close to 300 pounds like he was a big dude. And he's supposed to be like super soft spoken, like a gentle giant. Um, and he, uh, I remember one thing that like stands out. I remember he had this dream of becoming a veterinarian. Um, <laughs> he was just like super awkward. Loved cats though. Apparently had a bunch of cats. He was six um, five. Was it Joe Shrank? No, Joe <laughs> Shrank. He kind of looked like Joe, though. but like a uh, much different version. Um, and so the guy was really soft spoken, really sweet guy, like super shy and awkward. Um, and anyway, uh, he was there for like maybe a couple of days, then maybe a week, and then um, and then he started acting really weird. And we had like this couch in our living room, um, and he would just be sitting on it like all night, which is bizarre, you know. Like people would go to sleep and everything, and then we'd come out to like use the bathroom or whatever. Like you'd have to come out of your room, go to the bathroom, right? And you'd go, which was off of the living room that he was sitting in. And like, and there was one night when. Um, he was sitting in there apparently and my room, one of my roommates found him and, um, he was just staring at the wall and he was profusely sweating and he was wearing a bandana. And when my roommate... Wait, so he was sitting in his bed doing No, it? he was sitting, this is, he was sitting on his cat, on the okay. couch in the living room. All right, all right. Right, at like three in the morning. Right? Okay. And so my roommate comes out and he, he asks him like, he's like, are you okay, man? Is everything all right? Like, what's going on? And the guy's just staring at the wall and he kind of starts shaking my roommate's head and he's, and he's like... All he says is Holocaust. <laughs> so, and so um, my roommate's like, "Okay, so wait, wait, sorry. Can we here. just re- can you re-explain that?" So your friend yeah. comes out. He's sitting there in a bandana, yeah. sweating, staring at the wall, and your friend says, "What?" My friend says, "Is everything all right, man?" And he just and says, "All he's responding." This is the six-five guy has the bandana. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Bandana. And, and all he says is Holocaust. All he says is Holocaust. Yeah. Is the TV um, on? Nothing. No, it was really weird. Um, and so anyway. I wake up in the morning and I find that after that happened, um, the guy, like, confronted him, you know, I asked him if he was getting high and he admitted, you know, he's been using, his drug of choice is Robitussin, um, so he's, like, robo-tripping, sitting in this, on the couch. How much do you have to drink of it to get off on it? I think that you have to drink quite a you got to drink a good, a good trip, so there's four plateaus, and it depends on your dosage, right? The first two plateaus, it's all dose-dependent, is, like, feeling drunk or drunk and high, the third and fourth plateau, with only about two thirds of people can even experience, Have you is closer it? to a dissociative anesthetic such as ketamine or PCP. So he was drinking it, experiencing that. It was like he was tripping. Let's say I say, Have tripping. you? Yeah, I used to drink cough syrup 
a shitload when I was like 14. Mm-hmm. So to do that much, you have to do at least an eight ounce bottle of Robitussin maximum strength cough, which is what I was drinking when I was a kid because the pills that had the pure dextromethorphan didn't exist. You see but the pills, the second you the pills are back oh, on yeah, the market. Some story about that. Look at yeah. the light in his eyes. When so he my point was, it. it feels like he was tripping. You know what I mean? And he probably had to drink at least eight ounces of it or take probably like 40 pills. The eight ounces is like the standard bottle, right? Yeah, the standard bottle. Drink, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's enough to send you, yeah. send you um, back in. I never drank Robitussin. Yeah. It's pretty powerful stuff. It is. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. So anyway. It's um, not that pleasant, though. It's no, like confusing. and <laughs> You're like confused. and yeah. You're so fucked up, though. Yeah. You're fucked up. But so we, anyway. have, we have the six foot five guy, Purple Bentana, saying yep. Holocaust. Yep. And yeah. And so I woke up in the morning to find out that he had left the sober house. Like he'd been removed. Somebody came, picked him up. Um, I think he went to a treatment center. 28 days, right? Um, so like a month later, you know, I'm in the same apartment and everything. And same room. Same, same room, bed. same bed, everything, yeah. And a month later, this guy shows up again. And, same guy. Uh, same guy, yeah. 6'5", <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, around 300 pounds. Um, but he lost weight, gained weight. looked exactly the same, but he was a little bit more chipper. Yeah. You know, and I think he had some self-knowledge to him. Uh. This time, right? <laughs> that wasn't going to happen again. Yeah. But uh, It availed him nothing. Yeah, it availed him nothing. <laughs> We'd find out. Yeah. And so this time, though, he would become my, my like, roommate. And, like, so he would share the same bedroom as me. And, he, like, my bed was on one side of the room. His bed's on the other. And there's a small room, like, way smaller than this. Um, anyway, he seemed, like, really upbeat. And he was going to turn it around. Really wanted to be a veterinarian. Was looking at schools and stuff. Um, and then, like, within a few days, like, he just started – Spending more and more time in his bed. Staring at the wall, bro. <laughs> no, in his bed. Just, just in his at the top bed. bunk. Yeah. No, there was no bunks. It was just oh. the other rooms had bunks. That's why I stayed in this one because there was no bunks. Okay. In other rooms, there were bunks and I didn't want a bunk. So that bunk. was your motivation. That was right. one part of it. So yeah. he's in bed. He's in bed. A lot. Um, just, and like it's increasingly amount of times like that he's in bed. And then – like those are the like little telltale signs like the bandana comes out <laughs> he's like he's got this like purple bandana on his head right? just drug sweat bandana <laughs> yeah that's what we'd find out yeah. yeah and so there was this barbecue at the sober house everybody's outside hanging out playing volleyball and just hanging out the sober house manager at the time um, I'm hanging out with him and I like and I turned to him like you know this guy that guy has been in his bed like all day like and he's like He's in his bed right now. I'm like, yeah, he's in his bed right now. <laughs> and so the guy, so the sober house manager immediately gets up. Who's a, I know this guy. He's very imposing, like, like kind of scary, intense. scary yeah. guy. Yeah, great guy, cold guy, great guy, cold looking eyes, and just like done, done prison just time. Crazy yeah, yeah. Um, Josh. Yeah, what a good guy. Um, but anyway, he um, so he goes into the apartment, goes into the room, sees the guy. Um, confronts him right and it winds up the guy comes clean like he's been drinking Robitussin and stuff and anyway so th- at this point the guy's been in his bed literally for like maybe three days yeah. just like has not left his bed once and so um the assistant house manager goes in I go into the room and everything and they're going through his stuff and like his um his you know clothes and everything and just like to see if he's got anything in there um the guy says he's got nothing and uh but he's like sweating profusely he's got his bandana on he's still laying down in the bed he's got his like covers <laughs> open he looks like he's kind of afraid of everybody yeah but um and the guy one of the assistant house managers he picks up his well, like a Nalgene bottle um and he like opens it up to see if there's alcohol and he sniffs it and he's like whoa he's like 
is this piss? <laughs> the, guy was like, the guy was like, yes. <laughs> and like, the assistant house manager was like, he tried to like make like a joke out of yeah. it and like, so that like, I didn't feel that bad, you know? And, what um, was the joke? <laughs> yeah. so he says, he's like, he's like, what have you been imbibing it? And the guy's like, Yes. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Wait, but was he actually drinking his He's own He's been piss? drinking his own piss. Why? I don't know. It probably seemed like a good idea. Wait. <laughs> I don't know. The guy was what? really weird. <laughs> That's such a crazy that is, story. Yeah. So then what happened? So then he just they got kicked out. Casualty. Yeah. So we never him. found out did why. He, did he become a veterinarian? We can only hope. <laughs> <laughs> we never found out why he said Holocaust. No. No. But and I'm assuming, like, it was because, like, this, like, tumultuous thing. Yeah, happening. and you're tripping. And, like, imagine if you were thinking about the Holocaust when you were tripping. Like, that would be, like... Mm-hmm. Bad time. Yeah. Um, fucking, that's a weird story. Very yeah. weird. I didn't... I, I've heard the story. I forgot about the imbibing piece. Cause the that, imbibing piece makes it. But do you think that he was really imbibing it or he was just scared under his covers of agreeing to everything? I think he was... Definitely imbibing it. Really? Like that, like when I think about Maybe it. I lost the voice you do for him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that's what it was like. It's like this huge guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think maybe he was trying to get some trace DXM back in his system? Why would he drink his own piss? I don't get it. Well, he also, I don't think he was eating anything or drinking anything else besides. So him. finally, it's a story that you can't relate to. I drank my own piss once by accident. I used to piss in bottles when I was driving. I'd, I'd drink and drive, and I'd get stuck on the highway, and I peed in bottles, and I peed in an Arizona green tea bottle mm-hmm. once, and I threw it in my back seat, and then I was drinking on the highway. And I needed to chase my vodka with something, and I just reached around because I'd have half full bottles of drinks. And I reached out, and I grabbed the Arizona iced tea, I slugged some vodka, and then I drank the piss. I didn't actually Imbibed drink it. it. I didn't actually drink it. I put it up. The fumes hit my nose, and it touched my lips, and then I was. Eh. Yeah, I don't think I ever even knew what the word "imbibe" meant until yeah. this moment. Really. It was good. I think this has been a very educational. Let's say. Hold on. Hold on. Let's just run a little test here. Let's say someone were to don't say anything. Let's say someone were to say a bad word. What would they be doing? Saying a bad word. Yeah, if they said a bad word, what would you call that? I know what you're doing. You know what I'm doing. Would they be swearing? They'd be swearing, right? I would say they'd be cursing, though. You would say that because I know you. That's because you fools are from Long Island. Strong Island. I am certainly not from Long Island. (laughs) 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 Relax yourself. I was gonna. I was. Gonna, that was a fucking great story, dude. I like which? that story. The one he just told. That was great. Oh, it's, it's I Alex, love it. That's yeah. untouchable. Is drinking DXM in a sober living, drinking your own piss. What's like DXM? you can't make that it's up. Stuff in that's cough syrup. That you that's cough syrup. You you can't make that up. You, you know what I mean? Up, yeah. Well, you could. And that's why there's a, weird. But but <laughs> this this is a good story. And um, and I have to apologize that I bashed <laughs> Alex, but I was only to get a cheap laugh on the, on the thing. <laughs> well, Chris said it was to motivate me. Yeah, I said it was a motivation for him to redeem himself <laughs> from the phone call. We come back. No, I heard him. I, I heard him. I know what that's like. I yeah. get hurt all the time. <laughs> no, it's okay. I'm sorry. And, and uh, you don't mind hurting Dan. Well, Dan had it coming. Yeah, and all Alex said was he liked Dopey. You know? And I didn't know he was 22. I thought he was much older. Let me tell you something. Like Dan has a vast bank of knowledge. If hearing him share at an AA meeting is amazing. He doesn't even go by the book. He does like Eckerd Tolle shit and kind of applies it to What's AA. What's Eckerd Tolle? Power of Now. 
What is that? Little guy wears I a like sweater vest a lot. What is that? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's like, I don't even he's get like, it. He's uh, like meditation, spirituality. He wrote this book teacher. and like he just, uh, he actually was super depressed and uh, Dan like, or Eckhart Tolle? Eckhart Tolle was going to kill himself basically. What kind of a name is Eckhart Tolle? Had this breakthrough. He's American? He's British. Eckhart? Yeah. He had this fucking breakthrough, right? Where he literally like changed overnight. He realized like his something weird, like his depressed self was not himself because he was thinking about that self or something. Doesn't make any sense. But anyways, he ended up sitting on a park bench for like two years, just in ecstasy, sublime happiness. And, uh, and then he wrote this book, and he wasn't even like he didn't do a proposal. It wasn't promoted, and then the book was a bestseller. Did you read it? Yeah, I listened good. to it on audio. Before. Was it good? Yeah, it's amazing. Do you think Edgar is listening right now? <sighs> Do you think he's sitting on a bar? <laughs> <laughs> uh, in my okay, my 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 imagination, he's sitting on a park bench and he's got an iPhone listening to Jethro Tall Aqualung for sitting on a park bench, mm. and then the other one he's listening to Dopey. That's I bet I you like he that. doesn't even have a phone. Eckhart Tolle? No, I don't think that's he even his has, name. He probably has a landline. You think so? Yeah. One of those like spinning ones. Do you think Eckhart Tolle <laughs> is wealthy? Yeah. Do you think he's wealthy? Uh, yeah, probably. He's got what about James guy. Fry? Who's that? The guy who wrote uh, A Million Little Pieces. Oh, yeah. I don't know. He made money from that book. It was all lies, I guess, but. I don't know this one. He wrote a book and it was about addiction and I guess they like somehow fact-checked it after it was a bestseller and it was a bunch of lies. It was a good book. He was on Oprah and I think he was back on Oprah. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, Oprah promoted it. That's how it got big. I think he got back on Oprah to talk about like how he had lied about it. Oprah. You think Oprah's listening to Dopey? (laughs) Oprah, if you're listening to Dopey, tell people about it, okay? Yeah. And um, And Oprah, do you really eat bread every day? Well, you leave Oprah alone. (laughs) What's your problem? Nothing. Um... Also, I just want to tell this quick little story because it's bothering me. Okay. This dude. You remember the dude? What's the dude's name? What dude? The dude that Tony emailed Bologna? us. The dude that emailed us. Oh, this is a stupid story. Uh, it's something. I don't know. You don't think this is a good story? Yeah, we'll tell it. Well, now that you think it's stupid. No, it's a gr- I actually really like this story. You do? I'm on the edge of the seat. What? Well, you're almost rocking. <laughs> rock. <laughs> rock. Um, sweet rock. Um, no, there's a dude who wrote us an email and he wrote, uh, dear Dave, maybe that's why Chris doesn't like the story because he didn't address you in the email. No, man, you're the lifeblood. Not anymore. You're the the life. What'd you call yourself the last episode? Paper or something? Paper. What? Paper general. Paper general. (laughs) Um, so he wrote, dear Dave, congratulations on Dopey being featured in... The food oh, scared. that's the Abu Ghabi. It's not Alu Ghabi. It's Alu Gobi. Thank you for listening to Don't Dopey. Don't say anything bad about me. Chris is and an idiot. Add, make sure you say toodles. His forehead is really big. And, it is uh, kind of big. Huh? It is kind of big. Yeah. Um, he's a wonderful person. He really oh, what? is. what? Did you say you have a big forehead? Yeah. A five head, maybe. You have a big forehead? Nah, gigantic. It's a, maybe. It's gigantic. It's actually... But you know who has a bigger forehead? This, this is right here. Yeah. My forehead. Yes, I. You do. have a large nose. I have a huge nose, and I have a big. Forehead. This is so cliche. Look at that! They gave us paper plates. What an amazing! Guy. God bless you. It's because we ordered off a of seamless. They gave us one paper plate. They give it to you no matter what, rain or shine. I always call them the order. Okay, this was great. Are we done? What's the deal? I was telling a oh, story. Yeah, tell but don't bust open the food okay, while right. I'm telling the story. Right. 
But now you're, you're going to start rocking. Thing. No, no. Let's go ahead. Tell the story. So the guy knew and knew. The guy was, uh, said that he saw Dopey and knew and knows noseworthy. And knew and knew and noteworthy iTunes section. And I'm sitting in the car outside of uh, my daughter's mother's house. And I like freak out. It was like as if God himself gave me drugs in the car. I got so high that our dumb podcast. thought it was popping. Yeah, I was sure it was popping. (laughs) And I'm like, so I I bust out my phone and I Google new and newsworthy iTunes blogs. And it was like, if you have a new and newsworthy iTunes blog, your blog is on its way. I was like, yes. <laughs> and I text, I text Chris. I was like, did you see the email? And Chris doesn't write back. Then I hit iTunes and I see mm-hmm. in iTunes it says new and newsworthy blogs. And I was like, oh, this podcast, is going to be yeah. podcast. Yeah. I was like, new and newsworthy podcast, yes. I, I was like, I click it and I was like, this is going to be the best high I've gotten in so long. Just to see our beautiful little graphic under the new and newsworthy podcast. And I start scrolling. And then I realize there's like a million podcasts. <laughs> there's and literally I'm, like a thousand. Like, like at least. A th- yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, but it's going to be there. And I'm still going to get high from it. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm scrolling. And I'm scrolling. And I'm like. Well, there certainly are a lot of new and noteworthy <laughs> yeah. blogs, but it's gonna be there and it's gonna feel good. And then, no. and then, and then, Chris uh, pay, uh, texts in the middle and he te- he's like, "I'll call you in twenty minutes." And I'm like, "Maybe I'll find it by then." And I'm still scrolling. I'm scrolling. And I'm like, "Maybe it's not in the phone version." <laughs> so I get out of the car and I go upstairs. And I get on my computer, mm-hmm. and I'm, like, looking. And it's, like, literally 10,000 <laughs> podcasts. Yeah. And then Chris calls me, and I'm like, did you see the email? Our, our yeah. podcast isn't new and newsworthy or whatever. And, he, and Chris is like, there's, like, a thousand of those podcasts, <laughs> Dave. <laughs> and I was, like, I was like, Chris, but if our podcast is in the top thousand yeah. of the billion podcasts, that's a huge thing. Yeah. And you were like, I didn't think about it like that. Yeah. I was like, yeah. And I'm looking at him and, and it's not even there. No, so this – and then so I write the guy back. And he's like, give me money. No, no, no. no. <laughs> the, guy, the guy wanted to edit our podcast. He's like, I edit podcasts and I saw yeah. you. And So I wrote back. I wrote, listen, maybe you can edit our podcast. I don't, we have a, I don't think we have much of a budget. But can you please tell me where you saw us in new and noteworthy blogs? Because yeah. I'm having a hard time <laughs> finding it. Then he writes back, I can't wait for you to pay me, Daddy. I was just like, you know, it's just some weird fishing expedition. But the question is, I know you're dying to eat the Indian food. No, I'm I'm right. We're about to finish, so just try to be here now. Okay. Is that the name of the book? No, it's The Power of Now. The Power of Now. No, Be Here Now is another another book. Yeah, Yeah, Baba Ram Ram Das. Das, He founded Google. What? Stuart Brand, he's one of the guys. No, that's not who Ram Das is. Isn't it? No, it's John Alpert is Ram Das. Richard Alpert. Richard Alpert, yeah. Richard I think Alpert. we're confusing a bunch of shit. Yeah. One thing that I'd like to see brought back to Dopey, because I haven't seen it in a while, is the vape bangs on the table. Yeah, yeah he, he vaped it. Dude. Yeah, like, well, we'll do a few vapes. The thing about the vape bang, which I find so interesting, is it's like... I would always tell him not to do it, yeah. but I secretly would want him to do it. And then he stopped doing it, and then I couldn't That's ask why, him to do it. That's why, because I only like it. to antagonize yeah. you. Know? That's I really why like I call Dan. It. It's like what? A, if you wanted me to call Dan, I wouldn't have called him. Do you understand? Ugh, when you want no, me to vape no, bang, no, no, I sense that. I, I like so the just I, keep going with this. 
particular podcast so what? that we don't eat Indian food. No, it's time to end this so we can eat some alugabi. Gobi? Yeah, I can't smokes. argue with that. <laughs> yeah. Wait, no, 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 no. I want you to please tell me how this fucker got our podcast if we weren't. Because you know what he's doing? He started it. some stupid business out of his apartment or his trailer. Mom, out mom's, of his mom's bedroom. His mom. And he had wrote an email and he copy and pasted it to every fucking thing he could find on iTunes. I hate him. <laughs> What's his cold. name? I don't know. I can look it up. Who's texting you? It's that chick. I think it's Joe. It's Joe. What did he write? We're having a conversation. He wants to come back. During Dopey, you're having a conversation? Yeah. Does he know another Dopey's happening right now? What's he talking about? He knew you were here. He He was talking about this thing called... (laughs) He was saying Weber State was in the tournament, and his favorite video is this YouTube video called Weber Cooks, where this guy makes nachos. It's the worst cooking video ever. If anybody's listening, Google... Weber cooks nachos. What are you talking about? That's exactly. You shouldn't ask me. That Can you put this? You. Oh, I'm looking ruining up. The, the podcast. guy is uh, Andrew Delmar. Who is that? Andrew oh Delmar. Yeah. You've got two choices, Andrew Delmar. Why don't you come clean and tell me we weren't really in new and noteworthy podcast? And then we got an email from Kimberly, who looks like goes to FAU, who um, asked us why. Why we chose AA over NA is it seems like we're addicts. And then she said she likes what we do. She sort of said that, but then she said she wanted to hear more recovery. Which we on the did. Show. Well, we gave her public policy in the last one. Yeah, what do you guys not, think about that? Not a lot of recovery, you also though. You bashed NA. You love bashing NA. He loves All right, bashing well, Look, we're Rama. I need my Gobby. All right, let's, let's wrap this up. Can you just say Gobi before we stop Gobi. Gobi. All right. Chowda. Chowda. That was the best one. Did we get that on the air? We did. It's good. And actually, somebody, I'll show you later, somebody messaged me about that. Really? Yeah. A bowl of clam chowder. I forgot about that. I want to hear that okay, one. Okay, we we're rambling here. All right. Good night. Thank you for listening. Good night. Toodles.